0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax, Johnson's Carnew, and Johnson's self-polishing Glowcoat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn with music by the King's Ben and Billy Mills Orchestra. There's one thing we all know without having to be in the Army. A soldier's uniform gets pretty hard wear. It just can't escape being exposed to moisture, weather, and stains. Did you know that actually many of those uniforms are waxed to give them added protection? That's right. They're impregnated with a special wax emulsion to make them water-repellent and stain-resistant, to keep them clean longer and easier to launder. A special wax finish for this purpose called Drax, D-R-A-X, is made by the makers of Johnson's Wax. It's used by many textile mills and by many army laundries, too. The water repellency of a garment can be renewed and maintained by the laundry or dry cleaner at very small cost. After the war, you'll be able to have your outdoor clothes, your children's play suits, and things like curtains and drapes, Drax treated, and you'll find it a great convenience. In the meantime, finishing mills and others interested may learn more about Johnson's Drax by writing to S.C. Johnson & Son at Racine, Wisconsin and Brantford, Ontario. To be two places where a man could go to get away from women. One was the barber shop, the other was the bowling alley. The barber shop was lost to us years ago. And now the bowling alley is going too, as we meet Fibber McGee and Molly. You know,
1: it's awful sweet of you to teach me how to bowl, McGee. They say the game is very helpful. Oh, it is indeed, it is. They say people who bowl never have appendicitis. Well, that's pretty silly. Hmm? If you've got appendicitis, you can't bowl anyway. (laughs) That ain't the idea. The idea is that if you bowl, your your stomach muscles get so... I mean, you're always so... Yeah? A bowler has to be such a... Well, come on, let's get started. (laughs) Okay, what do I do first?
0: First, select the ball.
1: What do I know about selecting a ball? They all look alike to me. Round and black and weighing 500 pounds? <laughs> no, they're not so heavy. They just look... Hey, what you doing? Trying to find a good ball. All these have got holes in them, dearie. <laughs> <laughs> of course they got holes in them. That's to the hold them by, see? Oh. Now, here's the idea. You take the ball like this, you see? Standing back here like this. Now, swing the ball back like this. Look. Oh. oh, McGee, what touch it up. Oh! Oh, dear, oh,
2: dear. Oh, dear.
1: Right out of my hand. Oh, mm-hmm. heavenly business. You see what happens when you don't have a good grip on the ball, Molly? Oh, well, McGee, I never... Who hate. broke
0: that cigar counter? I did, bud. Yeah, well, what's? cigar... You got
1: a lot of nerve having a glass case so close to the bowling alleys. Suppose one of your customers got hit by flying glass, huh? A fine thing. Look, mister, none of my customers... you realize, that- my good man, that you could be sued for $50,000 in a case like this? Molly, are you hurt? Well, no. Of course not. I, I wasn't... There, hurt. you see, bud? It's just your fantastic good luck that we're honest people. Suppose I had to kick my wife and cut her face on that showcase, Scott. but you'd have a fine time proving she didn't get hurt by flying glass. Now,
0: beat it. Well, all right. You, you sure the lady isn't hurt? Oh
1: no, no, not at all, sir. Not at all. Fine,
0: fine. I'll, I'll have that cigar counter move back the first thing tomorrow. Fine. Uh, have a cigar, Mister.
2: Huh?
0: Oh, thanks, Bud. Now
1: scram, will you? I'm teaching my wife to bowl. Oh, sure, sure. I.
2: Hope you enjoy it, lady. Thank you, sir. Mm.
1: You've got a lot of nerve, McGee. It wasn't his fault the cigar case was broken. It was yours. I know that. I couldn't afford to let him know I knew it. Always remember that, Molly. The minute you realize you're in the wrong, just start jumping on somebody. (laughs)
2: Now, where was I? You were showing
1: me how to throw a ball through a cigar case. (laughs) That was just an accident. Now, look. Down at the end of the alley there, there's ten pins standing. You see? I can only see nine. Well, there's ten. How do you know? Well, I just know, that's all. You ever go down there and count them? <laughs> <laughs> there's always ten pins in bowling. That's the game. Now, you just take my word for it, Michael. Well, all right. Now what? So you take the ball, swing it back, and roll it down the alley, see? Oh, I don't think I can do that without knocking those wooden pins down. <laughs> You're supposed to knock them down. The more you knock down with the less balls, the better you are winning more games, faster.
3: Well, what happens after you knock the pins down?
1: The boy sets them up again. Then what? And then you knock them down again. And then? The boy sets them up again. Monotonous, isn't
2: it? It's a great game,
1: Molly, and you love it and I'll take a ball. All right.
2: Oh, heavenly days.
1: They're heavy, aren't they? Every year they are, the truer they roll. Try it once. Oh, I'm so afraid I'll hurt that boy down there. Ah, uh, he'll get out of the way. Go ahead. No. Yeah. All right. Here it goes. Yeah. Look out down there, son. Oh, McGee, I'm so sorry. I knocked them all down, didn't leave a single one for you. <laughs> Isn't that just like a woman? You just made a strike. I did? Yeah. You mean I get two more and I'm out? No, I... Here, let me show you. Now watch how smooth I bring my arm back. One, two... What's the matter?
2: My thumb's stuck in the ball. <laughs> Grab it and yank, will you? All right. Oh, harder. Oh, oh, gee. oh Ouch!
1: Oh, my gosh, isn't this silly? I never had this happen before. Don't pull on it like no? that, McGee. If your thumb swells up in there, you'll never get it off. Well, what'll I do? Oh, dear, try standing on the ball and straightening up. What do you think I am? A contortionist? <laughs> now, wait a minute, McGee. Don't get excited. Uh, I know, I know. Put a little grease on your thumb. Oh, that's it. I'll... How do I get my thumb out to put the grease on? <laughs> Well, there's that, too. Yeah. I think we better get home, again. Maybe we can saw it off or something. My hand? No, the ball. Oh. All right, let's go. Boy, this thing is beginning to weigh a ton already. Look, you go in front of me so the owner of this dump won't see that I'm taking a ball. Huh? All right. Put it under your coat. Yeah, okay. That's it. Now, come on, try to look innocent. Okay, okay. <laughs> I ever tell you about what happened to a friend of mine, <laughs> old Fred Nittany of Starved Rock,
2: Illinois? <laughs> he
1: was playing pool once and got his foot caught in the spittoon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just
0: a minute there, Mister. You're through with number seven, Allie?
1: We're through with all of them for years to come. Uh, how much will you, Bud? Dollar twenty. Hey, uh, Molly. Uh, here you are, Mister.
0: Oh, thanks. I hope you'll come back. Hey, are you trying to sneak a ball out of here? A ball? A ball?
1: A ball? Bo- oh, a ball! <laughs> oh, I, uh, oh, you mean this ball, Bud? <laughs> hey, I rather like this ball. You want to sell it? No,
0: I don't. Put it back. Now, look, Bud. Who are you people anyway? Uh? First you throw a ball through my cigar counter, and then you sneak out with a ball. I was suspicious of you from the first, Mister. But if I'd have known this woman was a crook, I'd have... Oh!
3: Oh, on, Molly. oh McGee! You may
2: have killed him. Ah,
1: he just hopped for a minute. I slapped his face without realizing I had this thing on.
2: Come on! Let's go. <laughs>
1: I could lay this arm down on something. You poor lad, everything happens to you. Yeah, I've been that way all my life. Really? When I was in France in the last war, I got a medal for bravery. And when the general went to pin it on me, he stuck me with the pin. I was in the hospital for six months with blood poisoning. When I got out, they said the medal was intended for some other guy in the first place.
2: Let's
1: walk faster, McGee. People are staring at you. Oh, what's the matter with people? Didn't they ever see a guy with his thumb stuck in a bowling ball before? Hey, I got to rest a minute, Molly. Let's sit down on this bed. All right, Maggie. <sighs> oh, boy. <laughs> I wish I could sit here for a couple of weeks. <laughs> then I'd be so thin, this thing would fall off. <laughs> well, look, dearie, here comes Mrs. Uppington. Oh, my gosh. She would. That old turtle face can smell an embarrassing situation eight miles away. <laughs> if that giddy old guppy hush, ever... Hush <laughs> oh, hello, Abigail, darling. So nice to see you. Oh, how do you do, my dear? And Mr. McGee? Hi, Uppy. Sit down on the bench here and be nice to your nylons. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I can't stop at a moment. I'm on my way to the beauty parlor. Optimist? McGee. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my dear, I don't mind him. Oh, I I see you've been
4: bowling. Bowling? Oh, (laughs)
1: yes. Yes, it's a great game, Uppy. (laughs) I do a lot of it. Yeah, just to keep his hand in, as it were.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: that ball looks horribly heavy, Mr. McGee. Uh, may I hold it a moment? No, 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 I don't
1: no, think No, done. Done. no, no, you better not. You know how it is with letting other people drive your car. Well, I'm the same way about other people holding my bowling ball.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Why, how ridiculous. That, Mr. McGee, is a stupid affectation.
1: Oh! I don't know, Abigail. He's really quite attached to that
2: ball.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you ain't kidding. <laughs> well, I must be getting along. That's what I was telling Molly just yesterday, Effie. I says that Abigail Uppington is sure getting along, isn't she, Molly? I says when we first knew her, she didn't have a gray hair in her skull. And I... Oh, McGee, I think Abigail's gray hair is very distinguished looking. On her, it looks good. Please, Mr. McGee... Your husband's opinion of my personal appearance is of very minor importance to me. Just because my hair is prematurely gray. What do you mean prematurely? That's like saying the Grand Canyon is prematurely eight million years old.
4: Yes. And when older cracks are made, you'll quote them, Mr. McGee. Goodbye. <laughs>
1: be friends, McGee. Well. You know, you're always at each other's throats like a couple of necktie salesmen. Uh, she burns me up. She looks at me like I was a fly on the end of her nose. Well, you antagonize her. I antagonize her? My gosh, I could lay my coat down so she could cross a mud puddle, and she'd bawl me out because the buttons hurt her feet.
5: <laughs> she thinks she's royalty because
1: she's got a gold crown on her back, tooth and wears a princess slip. <laughs> get so excited about it. Come on, we better get home and see about removing that bowling ball. Yeah, let's go. My arm's getting so numb, I can't... Well, hello there, folks. Where are you going? Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Well, we're going home. Hi, Junior. Excuse me for not shaking hands, but... But what? Tell him, dearie. He won't tell about it.
0: Well, look, I...
1: I got my thumb stuck in this bowling ball, and I can't get it out. (laughs)
0: You'll do anything for a laugh, won't you, pal? Lampshades on the head, bowling balls on the thumb. (laughs) Don't you ever quit clowning?
1: Well, he's not clowning this time, Mr. Wilcox. He's in serious trouble. Yeah,
0: suppose I have to spend the
1: rest of my life with this mahogany balloon on my mitt.
0: (laughs) Well, say, this could be serious at that,
1: couldn't it? Does it hurt, pal? No, I don't think so. My my hand's been numb for half an hour. Got less circulation in the London Times in Berlin.
2: (laughs) What would you suggest,
0: Mr. Wilcox? I'd suggest you come with me right now. Here, my office is right next door here. I'll fix you up, pal.
1: Oh, Harlow, you're a real friend. Molly, when we get home, remind me to erase that beard I drew on that picture of Wilcox. How about the derby hat? Uh, I'll leave that on. It looks good. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All right, come on. Here's my office. After you, Molly.
1: Uh, Mind if I sit down and put this bowling ball on the desk there, Junior? Go right ahead. Thanks. Uh. (laughs) Ah... Oh, boy, what a relief. You know, I bet there's one good thing will come out of this, McGee. What's that? Well, your arm will be so stretched, I'll never have to fasten your back suspender buttons for you again. <laughs>
2: well,
0: now, just hold still a few minutes, pal. I'll have you fixed up in a jiffy. Ah, uh, friendship. Honest. <laughs> hey, what you doing?
1: What is that stuff, Mr.
0: Wilcox? Well, you know what this is. Johnson's wax. Oh. Johnson's wax, but what? Surely you're not one of those people who think Johnson's wax is only good for beautifying and preserving floors, and furniture, and woodwork and enamelled surfaces. Well, of
1: course he isn't, Mister
0: Wilcox. Yeah, uh, turn your hand a little this way. That's it. Hey, it feels looser already, Junior. Hurry up. You know, you know, most people don't realize the thousand and one uses for Johnson's wax. How it protects luggage and windowsills and lampshades. How it seals the surfaces of so many things against dampness and dust. Yeah? Now, uh, turn a little this way, Fibber. Okay.
1: As soon as you think I
0: can slip out of it, I'll give you anchor. You know, with Johnson's wax between your possessions and the elements, you've practically insured their lives for years to come. You know, wax is nature's way to protect things. And when nature is... Here, uh, raise your hand up a little, pal. That's
1: it. My, my, that bowling ball takes a beautiful polish, doesn't
0: it? Yeah, almost everything does with Johnson's wax. (laughs) (laughs) Most everything does except sponge cake and best blotters.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, (laughs) Mr. Wheelock,
0: Now then, now, Fibber. Here, I'm almost through now. One more little brush on this side. Ah, there you are. What do you think of that? What do you mean,
1: what do I think of it? I thought you were going to get this thing off of me. All you did was polish it. I know, but isn't it beautiful?
2: <laughs> yes, but Mr. Wilcox... I wish
0: I don't... Think... Well, as long as you've got to go through life with a bowling ball on your hand, you might as well have it look attractive.
2: <laughs>
0: Drop in any time you're going by, pal, and I'll polish it up again for you. <laughs> so long,
2: <laughs>
1: He didn't have to push us out the door, did he? Of all the cold-blooded stone you know, heart. Harness... Mickey,
3: you know what I'm gonna do? What? I'm gonna call Dr. Gamble. No. Or maybe you better call him. He might want to ask, ask you some questions. How can I
1: call anybody? Did you ever try to dial a number with a bowling ball on your
2: hand? <laughs> you
1: run in Kramer's drugstore and I'll wait out. All after.
2: right, dearie, I'll be right out. Oh,
1: ah, uh, uh, there goes a good kid.
2: <laughs> Stand
1: and buy me through thick and thin. There's nothing thicker than a bowling ball. <laughs> Than and they thinner than my chances of getting out of it. I'll never hope hey Hi, I'll... mister. Huh? Oh, hi, little girl. Gee, why... I got you... my thumb stuck in it and I can't get it off. <laughs> and let's not talk about it.
3: Okay, mister, I just want to... so does everybody else,
1: and I'm sick of discussing it, so let's drop it. And don't I wish I could.
3: Oh, gee, mister, you don't have to holler at me, I bet you.
1: Huh? Oh, well, I'm sorry, sis. I'm just irritated. Oh,
3: that's okay.
1: When most people pull a dumb trick; they can cover it up. But how can you hide a bowling ball?
3: Does it
1: hurt, Mister? No, except my arm is going to drop off any minute. Now let's consider the subject
3: closed. All righty, I'm. My going gosh, to... it's
1: bad enough to be hauling this thing around without having to explain it to everybody. Now quit talking about it, will you?
3: Sure, I just want to. I heard one to... woman
1: go by and tell her friends that I'd most likely been wearing this since I was a baby to keep me from sucking my thumb.
2: <laughs> And that crack
1: burned me up, sis.
3: Sure I did, mister, but Well, you I see why I don't
1: want to talk about it, don't you?
3: Well, naturally, mister, it isn't. You think a people
1: would be polite enough to see a guy was in trouble and keep their big fat mouth shut. So let's change the subject.
3: Okay, mister. See, it's a peachy day, isn't
1: it? Peachy day, my clavicle.
3: <laughs>
1: me dragging a 40-pound hunk of ebony around on my lunch hook. If it was raining, I could at least hide under an umbrella.
3: Sure, but I if
1: you can't talk about anything else, sis, just keep quiet. Understand?
3: Sure. I was just going into Kramer's drugstore to get a soda was all.
1: My wife is in there now calling the doctor to get this bowling ball off my hand before it kills me. And I told you not to keep mentioning it, didn't I?
3: Look, mister, look. Huh? Look, you're old enough to know there's too much going on in the world right now for anybody to be much interested in a dumb bunny that can't keep his thumbs out of other people's bowling balls. Why? And if you want my advice, you'll take that thing up to the tenth floor of some tall building and throw it out the window. But I can't give it off. I had that in mind, mister. <laughs>
0: Heard on a cloud.
2: He was a cowboy, a two-fisted hitter, and always ready for a run Now he's a-riding a different kind of critter. You ought to see him now. He's riding on a clock tonight. Left the spurs and his saddle on the ranch with his cattle. with the Cowboys of...
1: Hi, nurse. Is Doc Gamble in? Yes, he is, Mr. McGee, but he's very busy today. I don't think he can take time to go bowling with you. Oh, we didn't want to ask him to go bowling, dearie. I called him a few minutes ago from downtown, and he told us to come right over. I want him to perform a bowling ball ectomy.
2: <laughs> Please have a seat, Mr.
1: McGee
5: and Mrs. McGee. The doctor will be right with you.
1: Thank you. Thank uh. you. Any new magazines there, Molly? Well, here's the Colliers from March 1923. A National Geographic from September 1912. And a book. What's the book? Berlin Diary. Berlin Diary, eh? Getting so even a songwriter thinks he has to write his autobiography. (laughs) I couldn't turn the pages of a book anyway. If I don't get this thing off, I won't be reading anything but billboards the rest of my life. You know, if you only had a ball on the other hand, you could run for governor on a steam engine. Yeah.
4: Well, if you think... Thank you, Doctor. I'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock.
1: Well, hello there, Mr. Wimple. Hi,
4: Wimp, old man. Hello, folks. My goodness, Mr. McGee. What makes your hand all swelled up like that? Oh,
1: no, no, it isn't swelled up, Mr. Wimple. This
4: is a bowling ball,
1: Wimp. I got my thumb stuck into it, and I can't get it off.
4: What are you doing here, Mr. Wimple? You're not ill, I hope. Oh, no, Mrs. McGee. I just wanted to ask the doctor what the proper treatment was for a broken neck. (laughs)
2: For a
4: broken neck? You got a broken neck, Wimp? No, but I will have. As soon as Sweetie Face finds out, I've lost our coffee coupons. (laughs) Dear, how did you happen to lose them, Mr. Wimple? I guess I was just so excited at selling a poem, Mrs. McGee. What poem, Wimp? I call it the Four Freedoms. Well, yeah. it
1: sounds very patriotic. How does it go?
4: It goes, <clears throat> if your wife will let you dunk your morning donuts, if she doesn't mind your cracker crumbs in bed, if she lets you fumigate the house with stogies, if she lets you have the last word that is said, you one for all of the most important freedoms. You're the type of married man I most admire. Please write and tell exactly how you did it.
1: You lie. You know, McGee. I'm afraid uh, Mr. Wimple is a little cynical about marriage. So is a rabbit cynical about bulldogs. <laughs> Personally, I think Wimple's is a. Pre- oh, the doctor will see you now, Mr. McGee. Go right in. Oh, thanks, sir. Come on, McGee. Hello, McGee.
5: Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello,
1: Doctor. Hi, Doc. Had any experience taking bowling balls off of people's thumbs?
5: McGee, after 20 years of practicing medicine, the only thing that keeps me going is curiosity. (laughs) I can never wait to see just what kind of stupidity the so-called human race is going to exhibit next. (laughs) Put the ball on the table. There you are, Doc. (laughs) Sure is going to be a relief to be able to scratch my
1: head again without
5: braining myself. Think you can get it off? Certainly, thanks to the fact that medical knowledge has almost kept pace with the ability of people to think up silly predicaments.
1: You don't think much of people, do you, Doctor?
5: I admire them tremendously, Mrs. McGee. Some of my best friends are people. (laughs) The only thing that amazes me is how they can be so horribly alike and so horribly different at the same time. Take off your shirt, McGee.
2: (laughs)
1: Take off how can I take off my shirt with a bowling ball on my hand? That'll be the neatest trick of the week.
5: Well, anybody that could get a thumb as small as yours, stuck in a bowling ball, shouldn't worry about minor miracles, McGee. Now, just a minute while I fix this hypodermic.
1: Hypodermic? Hey, no. No, he's gonna give you morphine, dairy, and let you sleep it off. Doc, I
5: didn't... No, I now, no. don't get excited, McGee. I'm just using this needle to squirt a little oil around your thumb. Oh. yeah, like this. And this. And yeah, now wiggle it around. Uh-huh. I don't think that's going to... Hey, it's come a
1: moose. Oh, I'm getting it out. Oh, keep trying, dearie. Yeah. You've wiggled out of worse things than
2: that.
5: <laughs> yeah, let me give it another squirt. There you are. Now try it. Boy, is it...
1: Ah! Oh. <laughs> oh, you sure? oh, boy, does that feel wonderful? Well, much bye, Doc. Gee, you're wonderful.
5: Yes, I'm quite a fellow.
1: <laughs>
5: now, uh, if you'll excuse me, I have to make some calls on some people who think they're very sick.
1: Certainly, Doctor. Come on, McGee, and bring the bowling ball. Oh, no,
5: no. Don't touch that, McGee. You're out of it now, so leave it alone. Okay. I'll send it over to the bowling alley.
1: Okay, Doc. Well, thanks very much. Goodbye, Doctor. Good Good day. Get it off, Mr. McGee? Sure did, sis, and I feel like a new man. Huh. I'm going home and hold a reunion with my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> and if I ever see the. Uh oh. Now what? I forgot to ask Doc how much I owe him. Excuse me, miss. Of all the confounded. A uh, man of my chuck. Hey, Doc, how much I owe you? Don't stand there and ask foolish questions. Huh? Come and help me get
2: this confounded ball off my thumb. <laughs>
0: Someone recently called my attention to the fact that I've been overlooking an important piece of information. At least it's important to all those good people who have floors made of asphalt tile. And there are many such floors in kitchens, bathrooms, hallways, or basements. Well, it happens that one best way to maintain asphalt tile floors or rubber tile is with your old friend Johnson's self polishing glow coat that you're probably already using on your linoleum. You apply glow coat in the same easy manner, spread it over the clean floor, and let it dry. There's no rubbing or buffing required. In 20 minutes, the floor shines with great beauty, and the surface itself is protected against dirt and wear. Spilled things are quickly wiped up with a damp cloth, and the glow coat may be renewed when necessary. If you have any asphalt tile floors in your home, be sure to protect them with Johnson's self polishing glow coat. And, of course, use glow coat on all your linoleum surfaces. <laughs>
1: that man at the bowling alley an apology. I do indeed, I do. I'll call him up right away. Hand me the phone. Here. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me the bowling alley behind Mert. How are you, Mert?
2: Oh,
1: dear. How's <laughs> oh, a little thing, Mert? There's that? What's that, Mert? Your brother called to Washington as a Balkan expert.
3: What had he been doing, McGee?
1: Training army mules.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: no answer, Mert? Okay. Good night. Good
3: night, all. <laughs>
0: Of Wallace Whipple, heard on this program was played by Bill Thompson. This is Harlow Wilcox speaking to the makers of Johnson Lights, finishes for Home Man Industry, and inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Tonight, this program is reached
2: you from Hollywood. This is the National Broadcasting Company.